Hello, welcome to Fountain Pen and Stationery, Season 4, Episode 14. I am your host, Collins. And I'm your host, Frank. Uh, Frank, um, this is the, I believe it's the third or fourth attempt we tried to start making this episode. Mm, I'm not even sh- I'm not sure attempt is the right word, maybe just rescheduling. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I guess rescheduling is probably the best way to do it. We're going to have to figure out how to move forward with this. Yeah, attempt sounds like some technical issues, and then we had to restart, but then that's not really the case. It's just yes. timing. Uh, so for those of, so those of you who have been listening in, uh, you guys may know that I had a baby incoming at some point. Well, that baby is now here. <laughs> yeah, the little quick generator is here. Yes. Uh, so um, I'm on parental leave, and so I need to find a window of time because um, as a new parent, I don't know anything going into this, like what exactly uh, I need to do. So uh, for those of you who don't know, um, apparently the rule now is regardless of whether your baby is sleeping through the night or not, you need to feed the baby every two to three hours. Oh, wait, what? Yes. You need to wake the baby up. If they're sleeping longer, you need to wake them up and you need to feed them about every two to three hours. Interesting. Okay. Yes. So we're doing about a three hour window, which means that the start of first feeding and then count three hours, that's the start of the next feeding. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's why it's so hard to find a window to record this podcast because that window can move if the child decides to eat a little earlier, maybe a little later, or maybe just decides that, oh, I'm going to poo on daddy and mommy, uh, and it's going to take a lot longer to do things. That's what happened last night. Well, every two <laughs> hours, it just means that you have to get used to the uh, Uberman sleeping schedule. The the Uberman sleeping uh-huh. schedule? It just means that you, you got to make sure that you get used to just sleeping for one sleep cycle and wake up after that. Yeah. Um, so luckily, I'm actually not too bad at this. So I take the evening shift. I'm usually up at a 3 a.m. feeding and a 6 a.m. feeding. Okay. Um, and, which lets my wife kind of sleep through that and get like a full night rest. Um, and I can do punctuated sleep. And I'm actually pretty okay. Okay, okay. Yeah, that sounds good. I mean, you have some help too, right? So it yes. releases stress a little bit too. Yeah, we have family over. And my goodness, it is so nice when you have family over to help support because it means that they can help cook, get groceries, and then uh, my wife and I can just focus on taking care of the baby's needs. So it's like, you know, a tears down of uh, parents taking care of kids <laughs> taking care of kids. It's actually pretty nice. Well, I think it depends on how picky you are yeah sure because for for certain people that we know it, it becomes even more stressful <laughs> when the parents comes over it is you need to have a uh mutually beneficial relationship with your parents for this to work out well <laughs> I, I wouldn't even say mutual beneficial it's just a mutual agreement good, good communication will not cross yes the <laughs> issue is whenever parents get excited that agreement just gets tossed off a window yeah yeah um but, but luckily I'm, I'm in a pretty good situation where we can do that yeah sounds like yours is doing well so well, congratulations and uh yes. yeah that's why the this podcast is gonna be a little bit late when you guys hear it 
Yes. It's to do Collins. <laughs> yes, it is completely my fault. So besides that, I guess that's the biggest thing that's going occupying with your life recently, right? Yeah. Um, I have been journaling a lot more. Um, really? Okay. Yes. I brought the Urushi pen into the hospital. It was my uh, 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 journaling pen while I was there. Did you sign the documents with it? No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Um, because I didn't want to put any permanent inks in anything. I, I actually, I don't even think I signed. Did I sign anything? I don't think I signed anything. Yeah, I think everything's electronic now, nowadays. Oh, wow. Okay. Interesting. I could be wrong. And if I did, they probably just gave me a pen. And I just Wait, used it. Wait, I mean, it. just that day, just a blur, huh? It, uh, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was kind of a blur. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm on, in terms of who dealt with the most, I was on the least side yeah. of that. You know, clearly my wife had a lot more she was dealing with while going through that. <laughs> so, but at the same time, I don't think she's gonna tell you that. Oh, I actually forgot why I used to sign stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that is any of her concern that, 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 that day. I'm sorry, I know you're pushing, but I just wanted to tell you the pen that I'm using right now. Oh, it's really important. <laughs> <laughs> yep, <laughs> so, hey, honey. Honey, what pen do you want me to use afterwards? <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just statue in the stack. But yeah, uh, no, everything in terms of like the birth, the labor, everything worked out really well. The baby was healthy. So we're really fortunate and glad for everyone um, that was there helping us and supporting us. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I was journaling through all of the quiet periods of time. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, that sounds like you got some... Uh, a good amount of time to use with it. Yes. Actually, that actually brought up the first questions, and I guess uh, what I, this episode is not going to be a lot of. It's not going to be around shopping. <laughs> <laughs> really, I only Collins had time, and I didn't really put too much effort into searching this week too. So, um, Collins, so what yes. is your current journaling and EDC stuff with My you at the moment? my current journaling edc stuff uh so it, it i would say in terms of my i don't have an edc let me just say that i don't have an edc right you're on paternal leave uh well, there's, no, not, there's not, no carrying it just at home i have i posted a picture on instagram a long time ago of like my pen carry box uh-huh that's what i carry around everywhere in the house if i have to journal <laughs> i guess everyday usage yeah and I would say usually in the past, I, I talked about how I would have three pens inked up at any one time. Right. Um, but let's see how many pens I have inked up right now. Uh, mm, I think a very well guess is more. And uh, yes. my well guess is uh, six. Uh, I'm going to call you correct. I would say seven. Yes. But the pen that had the uh, the um, the platinum black ink we talked about uh-huh uh the i forget what it's called the chokuro yeah chokuro which means very very no yeah. c-h-o-u and k-u-r-o yeah chokuro it just means very black <laughs> so that pen that has that ink ink inked up technically dried up oh already uh yeah i didn't put i didn't fill too much of it oh okay what did you put in there like what what that's not what you put it what pen i mean i didn't exactly put it into like a very wet ink inky pen either so ah uh, okay yeah. 
So it didn't. Ha it wasn't a pen with a. It would say a, a um, Faber Castell Onduro. Okay. Okay. Um, it it it's not exactly the wettest pen that I have. I just wanted to put in something that I haven't used in a while, and it was it worked fine fine for a while. But after a while, it just kind of started drying up. So I haven't cleaned it yet. So I'm gonna call you correct. I have six pens inked up. Okay. Okay. I guess the other one dried up. But uh... oh wait, I'm sorry. No, you're wrong. Oh okay. Damn. I've got eight pens inked up. I, okay. I, I, I N minus one on a couple of things. I have eight pens inked up. Okay, um, okay. And that's because of the fountain pen class I did at the beginning of, I forget how many weeks ago, but because mm, of that, okay. I had to ink up a bunch of ink, a bunch of pens. <laughs> and so I have a bunch of try. pens inked up. Okay. And then I still, ha I'm still working through my Hippo Noto notebook. That was a while back, isn't it? Yeah. I'm still working through it because I didn't start it back then. Okay, okay. Is that one falling apart on, on your end, or that one's no. doing okay? Seems fine for me. Okay, I had to apply some uh, barge cement and then re-glue it back together, but... Mm. Um, my, the Nemesine uh, uh, notepad that we bought at the Fountain Pen show, mm -hmm. that notebook is now our baby feeding pooping and peeing notebook <laughs> <laughs> the uh the periodic checking notebook now the b6 yes. right here yep that's it okay yep that's we record every feeding pooing and peeing now yeah, on that notebook it's, it's a pretty good size it's just i'm trying to buy this with the uh was it dot note um, the, the dot grid yeah no 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 not dot grid the notebook system uh, the one with the really good leather bindings from the correct, yeah. But like, they don't offer B six, but they offer. Mm. I think they just call it Bible size. Yeah, they had different. Um, they, or they didn't use the uh, the A four A five naming conventions, right? Yeah, yeah, they didn't use that one. So there's that one. Um, I still not haven't pulled the trigger because I'm not sure I'm gonna use that for the uh, for. Permanently, mm -hmm. I'm just testing the B6 size. So far, it's actually okay. It's not bad. But I feel myself more often just tear off a few pages and put it in my bag and just use those two few pages <laughs> instead of a whole notebook. I, I really like that, that uh, Nemesine notebook. I, I'm probably going to have to get more soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The paper is pretty good. And the, mm -hmm. I, again, the B6 size is ideal for a lot of things. Maybe not if you want to write like, extended stuff, but for jotting things down, it's a good amount. I can have what one, two, three, four, five, eight, ten letters. I think like ten as a work notebook or like just a side thing while you're working on something else, it's really good size. Yeah, it's much bigger than a posted. Yeah. <laughs> right? So as much I know you had some post-it notebooks. I'm like, that's too small for me. I can't do that. Uh, I mean, maybe this. Maybe this. The the Maybe. The double size is about the same width, actually. Maybe. But it's like you took you took the that notebook and you cut it in half. Almost. More like thirds. Two point five. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but then the issue with post-it is just the top part is always contaminated with the glue by a little bit, so it doesn't mm. really write that well with mm -hmm. the ink that doesn't like it. So there's that. So any permanent ink? Okay, so my question actually is, do you have any plans for like a permanent notebook to leave to your kids later on? 
A permanent notebook. Can you expand on that? What do you mean? Um, kind of like a journal or journey through your kids' growth that you're going to leave to your kids afterwards. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different ideas for that. I haven't thought of one yet. Um, the question of like whether anyone's actually going to read my notebooks or not is is uncertain, right? Uh, mostly uh, my notebooks are for me and sometimes if my wife wants to read a couple of the 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 more important ones where i document certain things yes. yeah but um i don't know i i'm sure when okay so like let's say when he's 20 and we go back into my notebooks he can probably look through and like oh this is what colin said about this or that or whatever yes he might find that interesting i don't know if i'm gonna deliberately create a notebook just for him for that I'm not even sure it's when he's 20. I was thinking more like when he's much older. Like 50. Yeah, when he's your your current age. Oh, 30-ish. Yeah, 30-ish. Um, I don't know if we talked about our age on this podcast, but whatever. Um, I mean, people can guess already. Yeah, sure. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not doing it that deliberately is hard for me for journaling because i feel like journaling for me is more about like on uh, clearing you know, your own you, thoughts you, or something i have a whim and i just want to record something that's in my brain and i just okay. put it immediately down on paper got it that's how i journal uh when i make things too structured it forces me to not use the journal because i'm like oh i don't know if it fits this structure or this pattern I and then see. i don't do it Okay. So it's easier for me to journal if I have a free form. Okay. Bullet journal. Bullet journal, which is kind of the opposite of what we're recording, because that's going to be pretty deliberate, more like messages to the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. All right. All right, so I guess you have no plan for that. Just curious if you have thought of something for that. Yeah, no, not really. I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, I have tons of time to think about what I want to eventually do. Um, I know that there are, uh, I know that for elementary school kids, uh, kind of a new thing that I've been seeing is the parents will make the student's teacher sign like a kid's book. It's almost like a yearbook. You know, like at the end of the high school year, you have all of your friends sign your yearbook. Mm -hmm. But this is where the parents make every single one of your child's grade school teachers write a message in a book oh. for them and then at like the end of their high school like or maybe middle school you would give your child this book it was like oh all of your teachers wrote you these notes does oh, i guess america really doesn't do that huh <laughs> wait what are you talking about because i actually got those notes from elementary schools I mean, teachers like, write you notes in general. Like, I'm not saying that they no, don't. They like do. End of year before you end, like before the school year ends. No, they do. Teachers My do do that. Elementary school, yeah. The teacher does leave messages to the kid. Yes, I'm not. I'm not saying they yeah. don't. They do. Okay. They definitely do. But this is something on top of that. Where on top of it, okay. Where you can get like a, it's a book where it has a collection of all of your elementary school teachers. Got it. Got it. So, so one book for everything. Yeah. yeah. And it, and it's usually written in like a, like a kid's storybook. 
So huh. there's like, yeah. So it's, there's some sentimental value to that. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Didn't never heard of it, but that's interesting. Okay. Uh, so I guess on my end, for ADC, nothing much change. Uh, I think the Chokuro may be living in a permanent place on my Pikachu pen. Ah, so that's, that's going to be the permanent, permanent Pikachu pen. Yes, is. I've been signing that... the uh, some checks quite a bit because it's end of the year for Chinese school. Is that so, dark Pikachu? Yeah, I guess dark Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there was a lot of check had to go out, a lot of crap had to be signed. So there's that. Yeah. Um. So having a permanent permanent ink is definitely mm -hmm. very useful. And uh, having a, I mean that ink so far is extremely well behaved. Have you tried water testing that ink out of curiosity? Yes. Um. It doesn't I mean, do that well when there's just a little bit of water, mm -hmm. because even just a little bit of water tend to kind of like spread out a little bit. Mm -hmm. But if you just rinse down the water, it the, the the color doesn't really decrease. Mm. I mean, yeah, it's so dark, right? Yeah, so dark that you you can barely tell it got lighter, and uh, it yeah. does stick a good amount. And if you just rinse on the the sink, you can there, there's no residuals nearby. Right. And it doesn't really like leak out anything. If that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So hmm. other than that, let me see. Of course, I start using the B6 for the EDC, which is very good. Like I might need to bring another one to work because I officially killed the B5 notebook at work. Uh, the B5 name assign, so I'm gonna mm -hmm. have the B6 up. Other than that, there's really not much for me in terms of changes to my daily routine. I just realized that I may have to stop inking so many pens because I let the <laughs> I let my pilot finishing point dry up. Oh no, that yeah, was like today. your bread and butter a long time ago. Yeah, I, I thought I dried up. Like, oh shoot, I guess I did ink this. I completely forgot I did ink it. And now it's just like a big clunk of things inside. I can't even tell what the heck, what, I can't even tell what ink it was. You know, I would say that you need to follow my system of using the spreadsheet to know which pens are inked up. I haven't used that spreadsheet in so long. When was the last time I used it? <laughs> the last time I used the spreadsheet was November 11, 2021. That was the last time I used it. Holy That's so cow, long ago. That was... <laughs> so long ago. I thought it was going to be 2022. Nope. It's 2023. <laughs> that was more than a year ago. Oh, I know. Okay. Yeah. Things have gotten out of order. <laughs> yeah, it's gotten out of control. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's going to get worse. I'm sure it will. I'm sure it's it will. It's going to get worse. <laughs> At least it's not one yet. <laughs> the, the more you have, the more chaos you, your life is going to be. Um. So, other than that, let's get back to topic. Uh... I guess this is your question. Yeah. So this is something that I uh, was curious about uh, when I saw my friend testing some inks and I saw her writing something I'm like, huh, that's exactly what I write when I test inks and pens. So Frank, when you get a new ink or a new pen, what do you write? 
Mm, anything that just crossed my mind. Okay. That's really why I write. Just any any random thought that just flash across my eye, <laughs> across mm-hmm. my mind, and just put it on the paper. So and, it's it's um, more of like a stream of consciousness kind of thing. Yeah, and maybe some uh, like the the crosses, the wiggles, W's and M's, just to test out how the ink looks and behave. Mm-hmm. Other than that, not really, nothing, nothing specific. Like no, the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog. <laughs> no, like what's the other one? The dark phoenix, the uh, dark siphon, something. I can't remember what it was. I know the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog one. That one's like pretty standard because it's like all of the letters. Yeah. Let me see. Are you looking for that dark phoenix one? Yeah, it's some really tune in things coming out. Some like it feels something came out right out of Yu Gi Oh! or something like that. <laughs> okay. It's phoenix of black horse, judge my vow. Wow. Jeez. Yes. There we go. I gotta say, very tune in. Whoa. <laughs> wait, okay, wait, can you say that again? Uh Phoenix of Dark of Black Horse Judge My Vow. Phoenix of Dark Horse Judge My Vow? Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna maybe I'll start writing that because that's that's pretty it's pretty hardcore. <laughs> okay, so I'm asking I asked because uh, I I saw my friend write or she sent some samples over. And I'm like, I saw her write so smooth. Oh my goodness, and wow. And I'm like, that that's literally exactly what I wrote. And, and so every time I'm testing inks, I'm always like, ooh, so smooth. That's literally what I write. <laughs> okay, so you don't really particularly have a uh, certain word. Yeah, I think the, the first thing I jot down is actually the name of the ink. Mm. Everything else is just whatever thought that comes after, I just realized. Yeah, the first thing is the name of the ink. The name of the ink. I Yeah. Sometimes I forget to write down the name of the ink. Oh, and that's my fault. Okay. It's usually after I've written so smooth, wow, I like this a couple times, and then I'll go back and be like, oh, okay, yeah, the name of the ink is this, so I don't forget. Um, <laughs> the other thing I usually like writing is minimum. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because uh, it's, it's like that uh, very um, robotic up and down, up and down cursive stroke for minimum that I really like writing. Right. I also really like writing... I mean, obviously, I write my name, but I honestly also write your name, Frank. Really? <laughs> yeah, your name appears more than any other of my friends' names when I write names of people testing inks. Okay. I, I don't know why. <laughs> I'm not sure I should be happy or weird now, but okay. I have a... Well, number one, I write it in my death note notebook. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't been working. No. <laughs> <laughs> well i mean the b6 is like full black right so the, yeah <laughs> just one 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 sentence too <laughs> <Name aside. laughs> yeah um but yeah uh i don't know why your name is the one i think it's just because the cur- the capital cursive f is fun for me to write mm-hmm. that i like writing it okay yeah 
I think F, yeah, F does have a lot of flourishes, which I completely ignore most of the time when I write my own. I think the most complete one I ever bother to deal with is just writing the I or the G. I don't like, I mean, this is, this is like about personal preferences. I don't really like the capital I at all. Mm-hmm. It's like a big tail. Yeah. <laughs> On the left side. Yeah. Capital F is fun. Personally, I think it looks, it's a fun letter to write. Uh, obviously S is fun. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and you have both of those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Last name first. Uh, yeah. Ooh, something is, oh, okay. I guess it's just heat shrinking the house. I thought I heard some <laughs> cracking. I was like, what the heck is that? I don't know. It's probably just heat shrinking the house. It's getting hot. It's getting hot here. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting really hot. <sighs> Supposedly there are going to be thunderstorms. Really? If you check the weather app, it says, says supposedly thunderstorms, but we don't know. Uh, let me see, let me see, let me see. Here, thunderstorm. That's that's what I saw, but I mean, you know, to- can totally be wrong. I don't see anything. Okay. Well, don't don't uh, quote me on that. Okay. It's it doesn't like, say like, that anymore. Uh, yeah, it doesn't it's say like that anymore. Suns and the sounds of clouds and more suns. UV index of 11 today, I guess that's bad. Oh, shoot, that's really bad. The full, full UV warning. <laughs> that reminds me. My, uh, I, I need a new color of journaling on my journal because I, I, I guess I can use this trimming, the same as trimming color for my gardening, mm-hmm. right? Because I failed the papaya tree. Yes. Because it was like, it, I don't think it's the right temperature to grow mm-hmm. it. It just, things just start rotting before the fruit actually fully grow. Papaya trees are pretty soft. Yeah. And uh, on top of that, I have, I have a decorative tree in front of my house. Mm-hmm. That one's battling root rot for a while now. Oh no. And just one day I return home and uh, the remaining branch just broke. <laughs> I just look at that. Oh, hmm. is this kids? No, it's too light. It's like the, like literally the inside of the top eighty percent of a tree is all gone. Oh, ew. from the inside. Like when I, when I try to drag it out of a way, so it's not on a it's not a pedestrian way. Mm-hmm. I can just, just drag it with one hand. Oh wow! So yeah. it was that rotted. It was like. There's no water inside this tree trunk anymore. Ugh. It's just all dried up. It's not water. It just dried up. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I need to uh, maybe find a different color marking tree's death. <laughs> <laughs> Was it brown? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Red is. Red. But red is like animal blood. Trees don't have that. Yeah, I'm not going to do green. Green's a fertilizer stuff. Yellow? I, I'm not sure I can see yellow in the long period, in the long term. Mm. Maybe use a yellow pigment. Maybe. Yeah. Purple? Diseased? Yeah, you can see yeah, that. Maybe purple. Yeah, was po- that's, that's, the, that's the color for poison in Pokemon, right? Yeah. Yeah, this is yeah. That disease. Yeah, so maybe purple. Just like unfortunate tree death. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, now I need to uh, 
hoping that my cherry blossom tree will grow a little bit faster so I can rep- I can plant it in oh, its place. I didn't. Is that the cherry blossom tree you have in the back? Yeah. Okay. I have three in my backyard right now. Two oh, wow. bought in grew stock, so they're tiny. They're maybe like three feet tall right now. Mm-hmm. One is nine feet tall. You're going to have a heck to clean up around springtime. It's outside. Not in the backyard. <laughs> I can plant it outside, so it's okay. <laughs> it's not going to be my problem. It's going to be the pedestrian's problem. Or everyone else's problem. <laughs> no, it's gonna be cleaned up. It's most likely it's just the gardeners cutting the uh, the grass. Just gonna it's gonna all suck into the the grass cutting machines mm-hmm. while they're at it. So there's just that in terms of the generally, I guess that's the most that's the most amount of journaling I have done lately. It's not even to myself. It's to to record what the hell's happening in the backyard and <laughs> happen to all the trees. Yeah. All right. So, our next topic is with your uh, Urushi pen. Hmm. I guess this is a, a new uh, discovery for you. Wait, do you still have it? Where does the same issue still there? Wait, which one? Uh, the fact that you realize the cap and the body tend to kind of self-adhere to yourself. Yes. So, I mean, that's something you guys have told me about. Um, but it's just my experience with it, right? Like, this is my fir- yeah. this is my first Arushi pen. I mean, currently only Arushi pen. Um, and I noticed that, like, I'll try to open the cap sometimes. Like, huh? It's like kind of sticky. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. Like Arushi against Arushi, they kind of they tend to. It's like they form kind of covalent bond together. It's it's almost like I put like a little bit of like, not Loctite, but like some kind of like liquid inside of it. So it kind of seals a little bit. Yeah, very light amount of adhesive. And I'm not trying to tighten the cap or anything. I'm just closing it. Yeah. And then it's just like there's a little bit more friction uh, to unscrew it than in like an, any other pen that I have. Um, and even if you try to remove the uh, section from the barrel of the pen, it's just, you have to use just that much more force to start the unscrewing process. And I was like, oh, is this what Frank meant a long time ago where it was like the Urushi kind of like lightly seals itself? Yeah, it kind of lightly sticks to itself for some reason. I'm not sure why, but... But Maybe I mean, that's sh- provide a better explanation, but but that should mean that Urushi pens um, would stay wetter on average than any other kind of pen, right? If you cap it, yeah. But I mean, maybe not as good as the. Uh, let me get my. I mean, maybe it's not as good as the platinum pen with the uh, special seal cap. Mm, yeah. That they self can that will seal for like a year. Is that Ooh. what they claim, Platin? Ooh, I, 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 I'm not willing to say yes or no on that one. <laughs> but that'd be interesting to test out if, if it's true or not. Yeah, but that claim is only made on the more expensive pen. That just means you had to sacrifice one of your more expensive pen <laughs> so, pens than not so, use it. So it's like, oh, I'm going to pay $300 for this pen, not use it for a year. Yeah. Just yeah, to test I, something out. I guess that would put a damper on anyone trying to actually validate that claim. Let me see if it's a platinum. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, seal claim. Seal cap claim. 
I know the fastest pen that dries up for me is my Conan, actually. Uh, but that's a pressure cap, right? Yeah, because it has a breathing hole for the pressure cap. Oh, okay, yeah, that's why. <laughs> and that breathing hole just dries ink up so much. And yes, it is the Platinum Slip and Seal cap. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. They originally claim a year. Mm-hmm. Now it's three to six months. Okay. That's a... I can believe three months. That is a much more, much more believable <laughs> time frame, I would say. Three months is very believable. For a good seal cap, yeah, I can believe mm-hmm. that. Um, and maybe is pretty difficult to believe. Six months, if it's like a really good, well-sealed, dark location, maybe. Mm-hmm. With a really well-behaved ink, I can believe it. Ah. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I is think that, the is, uh, mm-hmm. the seal cap maybe happens on the uh, 1370, 3776. Mm. They have something similar for the cheaper pens, but they don't specifically advertise that as the uh, slip and seal technology. So maybe it's something similar, but not as tight fitting. So the pen didn't advertise on that. But basically, if you want to get that, it starts with $37.76, which is what, a $180 pen now? Okay. It's not that bad. Not terrible, but it's also not great. $165. It used to be like maybe $120. Yeah, I think I've mentioned in the past that like in terms of like my experience with pens, Platinum I actually have the least experience with. Mm, In terms of like the big... The big pen the big manufacturers. Three, the big, yeah. And I just got my hand completely red from this stupid ink. <laughs> Great. Um, so let's see here. So there's that. With the Urushi pen, I guess this is Colin's uh, recent discovery. The next one, I guess someone already bought it by the time that we link this. The, the Tasia Empress? Yes. This is the uh, new one called the Whispering Pond. It is very pretty. It looks great. It it looks absolutely gorgeous. Mm -hmm. It comes with a price tag with it. (laughs) Of course. Right? Of course it comes with a price tag. And I think this guy, the anonymous reviewer on Gulen, may be the, uh, the, the very president that bought the only one available. Or allocated per paint shop on Gulet. <laughs> and this is a, I think they use the King of Pens mm. as base. So it's a big pen. Yeah, yeah. And they call the Empress because of the King of Pens modify, I guess they call the Empress. That has a Robins, they have all the other eggshells. Eggshells. And- like the Tasia, this one, they just kind of throw all kinds of uh, techniques on it too. So. I'm not usually a big uh, Rodden fan. Like, just I personally just don't really care for it, but it looks mm-hmm. really good here. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Like, and typically, most of the Tasia pen doesn't really impress me that much. But this one really hit a spot in terms of how much I like the pen. 
and actually is I think it's sold on most places besides a few pen shop that is overcharging like like five thousand two hundred dollars for the pen. Oh well, five thousand two hundred is apparently MSRP. Well, I mean, is it apparently? Yeah, supposedly. Okay. I mean, that's what I'm seeing from the Goulet webpage. So, uh, Goulet sells it for four thousand two hundred. Yeah. And I mean, of course, there's MSRP in there. Is of course the uh, normal price. Yes. Mm. Okay. But yeah, yeah, that's, uh, I think that may be it. I think I'm saving up currently not for specifically a fountain pen. In terms of your next purchase? My next purchase, not fountain pen, but a knife, if that makes any sense. Really? Yeah, yeah, it is a... Um, I'm surprised you don't have enough knives. <laughs> It's weird because I kind of leaning away from using a full size knife nowadays. Okay. The the knife that I carry is getting smaller and smaller as year progresses. So I used to carry I used to carry a knife <clears throat> around with me. And then I started carrying a Swiss Army knife, the little pocket one for your keys. Mm-hmm. And then I kept getting them confiscated at TSA because I kept forgetting that I had it. I mean, they're not expensive, right? I hope. No, but by the by the third one that I had to like get rid of because I forgot I forgot I had it again at the TSA. Uh-huh. I just stopped it because I was like, I can't keep buying these and having me, you know, getting it confiscated because I forget to leave it at home okay. before flying. So, I don't carry knives anymore. Interesting. Okay. So, my knife collection goes from the larger ones, like, of course, like the larger cheap ones, to, I guess, uh, I was carrying the Benjamin Osborne for a while, the Knife War 3. Goes down to um, Benjamin... No, no, before Anthem, it was a limited edition of... No? Actually, no, I'm sorry. I need to fix that. In between that, it changed to a... Tactical keychain, tiny knife that has a <laughs> that just has a a uh, exacto blade on it. I I remember that one. I like that one, but I don't yes. carry it around. <laughs> I might want to try to get that back. I just have no idea why I misplaced it. Oh no! Yeah, I I kind of want to carry that again. But then that moved to a called a gun a knife called the Warbit by Gavin. Uh, is it Gavin? I, I can't remember which one this is. It's a collaboration between two knife makers. Mm-hmm. And it has a very unique shape. And it has, it's a very fat, chubby knife. Mm. So it, it, it just writes too big in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> so I moved to the Anthem from Benchmade, which is an integral titanium knife. That worked for a while until I realized, yeah, this this knife is pretty big and heavy in by all means and purposes. Yeah, you, you want to, if you're going to bring something around to use every day, you want to make sure that you can actually bring it around and use every day. Yeah. So then eventually I got a MicroTav Exoset, which is the tiny little switchblade that you see nowadays. Yes, I remember that one. The the Stormtrooper one. The Stormtrooper one. The, the yeah. one with the 1.9 inch blade, so it's <laughs> technically legal in the state. 
<laughs> it's just it's just, just under the guidelines. Just under the guidelines. But it's it's good enough to do like all the cutting that you need to do, right? Uh-huh. So there's that one. But I, I'm debating whether I should change downsize that one to the smaller one, like the tactical kitchen one, because I do carry pepper spray nowadays. Hmm. Just not even people, but dogs, wild animals. Oh, I can see that, yeah. Yeah, so um yeah that's that's but uh, with that being said my next project I'm, I'm looking for a more collectible knife called is called a rockstead a rockstead knife a rockstead knife r-o-c-k-s-t-e-a-d and the knife is called shoe i believe rockstead it looks nice just based on the uh the website but i'm not sure which one you're looking at here I just linked it, but that thing looks... <laughs> Why is all the font on Google Docs so large? Let's there you see. go. The shoe. Oh, those look nice. They are very nice. They are certainly collected price. In... Oh, oh. <laughs> see, this is my fault. I look at the knife. Ooh, looks nice. Look at the price. Ooh, that's why it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Yes. laughs> okay, yes. I got, I got you. It is. It is. It is a cylindrical knot lie. It's a uh, button lock, basically, mm -hmm. knife with a I think phosphorus washers. It has specialized key treatment to keep it very, very hard using a stainless steel uh, blade. And the biggest thing they have is their blades are mirror polished. Mm, so it's like shiny, very shiny. Very shiny and is a zero degree bevel bond. It's a zero degree bevel grind, which means that on the knife blade, you cannot tell that there is an edge put onto the end of a blade. Oh, cool. There is no transition between the edge of a blade to the rest of a knife. Wow. That's fancy. I'm going to have to see that. Yeah. If, if you look at the reviews, like if you look at reviews or some of the larger pictures, that's what you're going to see. It is very one, it's a very smooth convex transitions all the way down to the very tip of a blade. I'm not surprised it's a Japanese folding knife. The, it, I, I, I yeah. only have one complaint. I mm -hmm. have one complaint. And, and, you know, obviously, I can't tell. What you tell me, I wouldn't have been able to tell just from the photos. But from the photos, yeah, the knife blade looks really impressive. My critique is on the etching done on the handle. Yeah. It looks pretty standard. <laughs> it is um well it's an older design this design has been around for like three to five years and this is what i just came up with at the beginning mm -hmm. and uh the shoot is just koi which is it, it become much it's become overabundant nowadays i guess mm -hmm. if you want to put it that way but now um it used to be much rare to have okay 
And the other one is, of course, like a tree. And that's kind of the one that I am aiming at. Because it kind of just reminds me of my own garden, right? Okay. They, of course, have a lot of different ones. If you just look, if you just uh, search Rockstead in the knife brand itself. Yeah. The very first one is something that, well, it's, it's, it's something that doesn't have the etchings. Mm-hmm. But it's very carefully milled, if you look at it. Ooh, the main, the, the, their, the Rockstead, uh, their official website has better photos of how that blade looks and looks way better there. <laughs> yes, yes. The full intake on their uh, Japanese website looks much better than the what is provided on a lot of their other websites. Ooh, I like ooh, I like this one. Okay, I mean this is just me browsing, right? Like the is it the Rio H? Okay, yeah, yeah. I like that. I how much is this one actually? Let me see. Watch, it's more expensive. <laughs> I think not. it is, actually. <laughs> of course. Of course it is. Yeah, I think this is actually more expensive than the uh, the shoe. Because the scale is much harder for them to make. Yep, $1,900. Ah. <laughs> Available from Life Center. But man, that handle looks impressive. I, I really like that one. The handle is great. The edge, I actually like the edge shape for that one too. Mm -hmm. uh, because I find really no, for a knife that you carry with you every day for like just gentleman opening stuff, packages, mm -hmm. plastic wrapping, it's really no point having an extremely sharp edge at the tip of your knife. Mm -hmm. Is it more likely to cut and poke you instead? Yeah, and it's more likely to just break it yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you hit something, right? Um, this the the one real H that one is has a kind of like a tanto, yeah. So it's much more sturdier in a sense. Uh, okay, I'm not gonna buy it. I'm just gonna put it in my window shopping list. <laughs> <laughs> Collins says things to possibly get if you win the lottery. I yeah maybe 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 if I win the lottery or. You know, there's some weird discount that happens someday or other, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this look really nice. This look really nice, and the uh, it's titanium handle with DLC coating. DLC stands for diamond-like carbon, I believe. Mm. It is extremely tough coating. Is this DLC? Let me see. I want to double check before I keep yapping on with this. I'm pretty sure this is DLC. Coating, yeah, it's DLC. It's a extremely tough coating that has um very high scratch resistance. Is they call it diamond like, right? So so the uh, the hardness, Rockwell hardness is extremely high. The only time you're gonna damage a coating is if you accidentally damage the substrate that is ash the material that is attached to, aka if you drop the knife. You actually scratch to damage the coating. Oh. Or I guess if you rock, want to rock a uh, uh, scratch it with a diamond file, <laughs> which is completely your fault at that point. Yes. 
Yeah. And uh, the knife does not, they do not recommend you to use a normal sharpening system to retouch it up. They recommend you to use, I believe, a denim strop with a polishing compound just to let it touch up after use. After oh, wow. Time. Yeah. Because it's extremely, it's extremely hard. It's 67 Rockwell hardness by the time mm -hmm. after they finish treating it. So, and because it's fully concave, so it slides through things extremely easily as well. But yeah, everything mm -hmm. with a high press tag. Yeah, I'm looking through. It's like, is there anything approaching something that is, you know, slightly more budget friendly? And they have a a they have something, but I don't know if it has that mirror polish to it. It's a three hundred dollar neck knife. Oh, <laughs> that one. Uh, no, I don't think the polish is as nice. Yes, I don't think so either. You can actually so, see the edge at the um, yeah on the knife center website too. So, which means that like if you do want to enter into this, the cheapest you can potentially get is a thousand three hundred fifty <laughs> for this quality, of course. Yes. yes. Um, I mean, it sure looks really nice. And then what's ironic? Typically, folder costs a little bit more than the full size knife. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, Rockstar is the opposite. Yeah, I'm looking at them. It's like, if you want, like, I think I know why, though, right? Because this is a Japanese company, and the full size with the knife, they're actually doing, like, uh, um, the katana wraps. Yeah, the katana wraps style. So, so they've got the race. I mean, it looks like race skin, and I'm, judging by the price, it probably is race skin with, like, silk wrap. They're doing it in, like, the actual traditional style. <laughs> That's probably why it's more expensive, because you're actually... <laughs> Yeah, which brings up the price quite a bit. You're actually getting a real tanto, not like, a, <laughs> you know. You're going to like a sword manufacturer for one of these guys. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. This is like a more or less a sword manufacturer discard, uh, selling modern. They're making mini swords for you. <laughs> yes. I mean, if you look at some of their... Um, their fixed blades it's literally like a mini tiny what's what's that what's the sword called the really small knife that looks kind of similar to katana tanto tanto right there's a there's there's generally three sizes the tanto is like the 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 utility knife the wakizashi is the sh the the really short blade and mm -hmm. then the 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 ken or the katana is the bigger one yeah 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 so <laughs> this is and they're making you're basically buying tanto yeah. directly with the mirror with the mirror mirror edge, polish, polish mirror finish <laughs> it does look really nice oh my goodness yeah so that's possibly the the one I save my money for we'll see wow. what happens <laughs> well I'd love to see it if you if slash when you finally get it knowing you it's a when question not an if question yeah but that when may be take a couple years <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I will be looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll, I'll let you know, you'll definitely see it in our group chat whenever yes. I get it. <laughs> yes. Right. So, well, yeah, I guess that is uh, wrap up today's uh, our update to current pen use and the current, uh, I guess, uh, EDC ED, or everyday usage, not even EDC because yeah. Carl doesn't carry them anymore. And uh, I mean, I do. I carry it in my box. In your box? Okay. <laughs> Everyday bento box, in a yeah, sense. <laughs> my everyday bento box. 
I love it. I love it. That's that's what I'm gonna call it from now on. Everyday bundle box. Yeah, yeah. It does look a little bit like it. It does. I have little compartments that separate everything out. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So well, uh, I so we are gonna that's uh, that's it for today's shows. Thanks everyone for listening, and uh, you can find us at fountainpenandstationery.com. Our Instagram is uh, fountainpenandstationery with spaces in between them. Our email address is fountainpenstationery at gmail.com. Yay, I didn't screw up this time. Yeah. <laughs> with uh, Collins currently on paternal leave, I and uh, we'll see if Collins is going to take a little bit more fountain pen related pictures. Uh, I mean, to be honest, I haven't been posting very regularly at all. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I really should, but uh, I'll definitely be journaling a lot more. So we'll see. Uh, you can try out more ink, I guess. Do you yeah, know anything sounds simple for you? I can't even even oh that's that's a random thing. I know that the ink uh diamine ink, uh Christmas inks are coming out on sale again. Right. Oh, what's the, what's a new color this time? It's not it's orange, was it? I'm not sure. I Let's just see. know that I just I just know that you can pre-order them now. Purple. Purple. 2023 edition is purple. Mm. Shall we? I mean we can. I have some hesitations with this, though. Yeah, why? I haven't even finished the first set. Ah, it's fine. It's fine. We'll just get it. Here, child, I will. I will pass on to you my huge collection of diamine ink vent calendar inks. I will be the uh, the punishment for Ben's behavior. Man. <laughs> you had to work and reorganize Daddy's ink collections. Uh. <laughs> alphabetical orders oh and sorted goodness. by colors <laughs> color of the rainbow spectrum i don't know how close i am to finishing that ink i don't think i'm getting anywhere close how many balls do you have now of ink yeah just in general in general okay I... <sighs> okay looking at the Looking, I think we've talked about this before, but looking at the fountain pen document that I had, which is already out of date. I did buy more ink since then, mm-hmm. but that one in this is ballpark estimate. I'm not even gonna like try to figure it out, but the number of lines that are filled out is about sixty lines. Wow, so that's okay. sixty bottles of ink, and that's not counting the what. Uh, 12 extra bottles of sample ink that I got from Christmas. Okay. Well, so, I mean, that, that, that doesn't really take too much space, though. It's just a no, tiny... No, it doesn't. But it is 12 extra different kinds of color that I have to try to pick from. Like I said, man, that would, that would be the uh, the punishment. Sort the ink bottles. <laughs> and I was kind of hoping that the Colorverse cards were bigger so that I could, like, use more of my ink to, like, color them i'm not sure having it bigger is gonna work better because having too much ink is gonna crinkle the pages and that thing just that is fair yeah it's gonna be a crinkling mess if it's too big that is fair i don't know i'll figure something out maybe i'll just have my child use as watercolors someday hey that will work and there's plenty of drawing materials for him to use plenty yeah, yeah. You just Plenty. need to get him the little soft pen for him to use. Yeah. Brush pens. Yeah, brush, brush pens. pens. 
Yeah. Wait, do you have brush pens? Have one. Haven't used it in a while. I mean, by the time that he grows up, you have, you have plenty. Yes. By the time art classes, it just looks like stress lying yes. around. <laughs> you just have to make sure there's a designated area so so he, so he doesn't grow up like us, like inky fingers every day. I was actually pretty good. I never did that. Really? Yeah. I was well behaved. I never colored or painted on the walls ever. As a kid? Yes. Never did. Wow. Oh. Mm. <laughs> okay, Frank. I didn't even <laughs> draw, didn't be? I just splash ink on the wall. Yeah, that's definitely worse than me. <laughs> that was maybe like eh, once or twice. Once or twice. Once or I twice. Hope. Like a whole wall. <laughs> once or twice. <laughs> All right, that was pretty bad. To be honest, that was pretty bad. Yeah. So. All right. All right. With that being said, I will see you hopefully in two weeks if we can find a schedule, even if we we'll find the right time. Figure it out. We'll, we'll figure, figure it out. out. All right. All right. Till next time, Collins. Bye. Bye.